play on the, uh, the strip sack. Finally got singled up. What did it take to get home on that play? You said it, man. <laughs> Finally got singled up. Uh, and I know I had to make the most opportunity. When you got there, just a half beat before Leonard and Nick, they were kind of mad that you got there first. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was some discussion of what happened. Uh, <laughs> but all in all, man, uh, glad we got the turnover. And it was on a like, two-yard line, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were capitalized on that as well. And the discussion that was had, what was your, what was your word to them? We about? didn't know who got it. Okay. And so I had a feeling, but, you know. Cool. Yeah, how, how does that play? turn momentum, how huge is that in allowing you guys to get that takeaway and then score what eventually is the game winning touchdown? Yeah, I mean that's what that's what we that's what we do. We, that's what we want to do when we go on uh, on defense. Uh, we want to make it easy for the offense, get turnovers. And uh yeah, I mean we want to score on that play ourselves. Uh, that's another discussion that was going on. Uh, Nick was well, Nick was a little mad because he felt like somebody tripped him. And uh, I'm not gonna say who, but he already yeah, confessed. Oh, he already confessed. Okay, cool. I ain't gonna snitch. It's all good. Uh, Eddie, can you feel it? Oh, Sorry. Uh, can you can you feel it? That momentum. Can you feel the energy turn on a play like that? Like how how, is, how does it impact a game? Man, it's, it's just the, the mindset. Every time you, uh, I mean, it's the mindset every time. Uh, understanding what football is. Uh, turnovers are huge, uh, especially down the stretch. So uh, it is it, it, no surprise that that one was a, a, a huge play um, down the stretch. Then uh, that's what we need to win the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, Eddie said you guys had in the back of your minds. He let, let some leads slip away in the fourth quarter. How good did it feel to finish it off with that defensive uh, that was, shot? Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I'm still mad about uh, giving them that one late. Uh, but even then, um, it don't matter how you come across these wins in the league. Uh, a win is a win. Club Barkley didn't get loose very often today. What you guys do so well with him? Uh, just understanding what, what what kind of weapon he is. Uh, all in all, uh, even though he was able to break some some good runs down the, down the way down the stretch. Uh, I mean, all in all, yeah, you can say we stopped him and all that different stuff. But uh, that's what we expected. You know what I mean? Your eyes lit up when I said singled up when you were playing and you got some single blocks. What were, what were you thinking when, yeah. <laughs> when that oh, opportunity the game? Oh, yeah, I gotta win. I gotta win. And, um, yeah, I was able to get that. A little bit. And Aggie said he's heading to Hallis right now to start focusing on Detroit. So probably not much sleep for him. How do you rest up since you guys do have such a quick turnaround? Yeah, that's what took me so long. Just now I was in the cold tub, uh, just understanding what a Detroit week is and uh, getting your body ready for it and getting your mindset ready for it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. How physically demanding is that? I mean, it's part of it's part of the game. You know what I mean? You see it every week, and uh, it's something we expect it. And yeah, got to be a professional about it. You say you were, you say you were taking long because you were getting rehab yeah, yeah, work yeah, done. Yeah, 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 just yeah. just need to get ahead of that. Oh, you absolutely, short turn absolutely, absolutely. You got to stay ahead of it. You know. Yeah, I explained that to the guys as well. And it was a cold to a party in the, in the not too long ago. I was the late, I was the last one. So I made that wait so long. Who else was in the party? I mean, it was a few. Uh, everybody, everybody was in there for a little bit, but yeah, yeah. So that was Khalil Mack talking about the victory and the relief of him finally getting a sack, getting a strip sack. That is, and just getting a win. You know, avoiding that, uh, avoiding the creation of another losing streak, which there should be no reason why you lose to the lion, uh, the Giants, uh, you, the Rams. That was could have been a winnable game, but I'm not going to backtrack that much. But bottom line is the Bears. They beat another bad oppo- opponent and. There's just not really a good feeling about it, though. Uh, they look like they were going to lose the way they played in the first half. Another sluggish start on offense. They don't score any points until Eddie Pinero kicks a 26-yard field goal with eight seconds left in the second quarter. 
Uh, and, you know, I, I just I can't help but think the Bears should have lost this game. But Giants kicker Aldrich Rosas missed two field goals himself. I, I, I mean, really, the Bears should have lost this game 20-19, or it should have been 20-20 heading into overtime if uh, Rosas, who has actually been a pretty good kicker in years past, missed two against the Bears. And, you know, bottom line is the offensive storylines are the same. Trubisky overthrows on long passes and, and throws ugly interceptions. Uh, poor run game and blocking. Uh, the Bears' sluggish running game continues to sputter. And they only averaged 2.5 yards in 26 carries. Ricky David Montgomery had 22 yards and 13 carries. And Tariq Cohn had 25 and 6. I will say I'm glad to see Tariq Cohen is getting the ball more. However, he's not really making much of an impact. Uh, I might ask uh, Dhruv Kual about his thoughts on uh, Tariq Cohen as the punt returner because he's been very vocal online about uh, him and why he should he should be replaced, which I kind of agree because instead of calling for a fair catch and catching the ball, even if it's on the ten, on your own 10-yard line, he continues to wave, off, wave it off and steps away, and the ball bounces right on the like the th- the two or three yard line on numerous occasions they end up even if it's a 30 yard punt or or the the punt goes on maybe even the 20 or 30 yard line there's times where Tariq calls the fair catch and walks away so it goes it bounces back another 10 yards and instead of being on like the 20 the 20 yard line the Bears start on their own 10 you know those are little mistakes too that don't help a struggling team figure it out it, it continues to pile on to the mistakes and the struggles and the frustration when Again, you already have an offense that can't even get down the field to get field goals or get anything going, and they go three and out how many times per game. You're not doing them any favors when you're putting Mitch Trubisky on his own 10-yard line every single time. So that's something that's got to change too, and that's something that should be implemented against the Lions here tomorrow morning because there's no reason to lose or struggle because of poor field positioning because of decision-making on punt returns. Uh, one bright spot was Allen Robinson, who caught six passes for season-high 131 yards. Uh, that was actually his 11th career game, eclipsing the 100-yard mark, and the second time this season and third time since joining the Bears. So, you know, Robinson, he doesn't rack up a lot of yards, but he's always there to catch six, seven, eight passes a game, make some big plays, and usually the passes go for, like, 10 yards, you know, five to 10 yards. He's... You know, he's not one of those wide receiver screen type of players. He, When Mitch throws the, actually throws the ball down the field, he's over there to make some plays. So I expect Robinson to have a big game here tomorrow against the Lions, given the fact that they have a couple of cornerbacks out. Again, they have the second worst defense in the league. So the Bears don't have to do everything pretty, but... This should be a game where, again, especially the offensive line, and I keep I keep keying up on the injuries because I don't know how many more gifts need to be given to the Bears for, to take advantage of opportunities and play a game from start to finish and, and be in control of it the entire time. Tomorrow could be that game. The offensive line's been struggling, but the Lions don't have a healthy defensive line at all. They're going to be without... They, might, they just might be without three defensive linemen, and at least two of those guys I know are starters. So with Bobby Massey being out, shouldn't be that big of a deal. I, he's actually been a weak link to this offensive line as well, so we'll see if Cornelius Lucas could actually turn things around. 
And some of my predictions for this Giants game are actually kind of close. Daniel Jones outplayed Mitch Trubisky at least in the first half. I knew this was going to be a close and low-scoring affair. Uh, actually, there was more scoring than I thought. I think I think I made the prediction the Bears would win 13-6, but it was still a six-point lead or six-point victory. Because as usual, the defense does their job, and the Bears' offense continues to suck. Anthony Miller, though, is starting to play like a number two wide receiver. As I said before, Tariq Cohen getting more touches, but he's still not making much of an impact. You know, six carries for 25 yards. Last year, six carries used to get him maybe 40 yards. You know, he used to be able to break out and get chunks of yards, get first downs, be involved with screen passes. I just don't see much of it. And even when he does finally get the opportunity to touch the ball, it's going for just small gains. And, again, I need to see more from not only Khalil Mack, but I need to see everyone else get involved. Chuck Pagano, I don't know if he's gotten afraid to get Roquan Smith and Nick Kwiatkowski in blitzing again. You know, I'm not saying call engage eight all the time, but get the linebackers to blitz up the middle to help Mack as well. Um, I know... Again, I'm just about done with Leonard Floyd. I keep saying it every week, but my patience has worn thin with him. He had one tackle in this game against the Giants. Again, this is a game that we're against the Lions. Get Mac going. Get the two middle linebackers blitzing and being aggressive once in a while. If you can't attack on both on both edges successfully, then you got to get the middle linebackers going. Find some way to get Mac more open find a way to give the lions more than just a handful give them two handfuls meaning that you have to be able to because the one thing i'll say about floyd he sometimes can't get that second move to beat and get penetration past the, the his blocker whether it's a whether it's a an offensive lineman or a running back or a tight end whoever it is blocking him sometimes he can't get that second move off to break past them to go to the quarterback but he could get around enough to where the pocket starts collapsing so his pressure helps, but he just never could seem to, to wrap up the quarterback. But if you get the edges going, and then maybe you sneak in Kwiatkowski or Roquan on a couple of plays, you could be able to give the second or third string quarterback, again, whoever's playing two inexperienced quarterbacks, whatever, regardless of which one plays, get that front seven going. You can afford to be a little bit risky by blitzing the linebackers, I think, because if I think Kyle Fuller, Prince Amukamara, Haha Clinton Dix, Buster Screen, and Eddie Jackson, they've proven that they can handle whoever they have to guard. Kenny Galladay, uh not having Marvin Hall is big, but not but Kenny Galladay, you can you can handle one receiver like him. If he's gotta be double covered or you gotta you know keep some an additional eyes on him, that's fine. But the secondary hasn't been a problem all year for the most part. A couple big plays here and there, but it happens. It's going to happen eventually. But get your middle linebackers involved. Find a way to get Mac going. Uh, Leonard Floyd as well, because if you're going to if you're going to blitz with six or seven guys, that means the Lions are going to have to keep someone else home, or they're going to have to. Or that's that's going to allow someone to eventually break free. And I'm hoping it's Leonard Floyd or Khalil Mack, because if one of those guys can. Uh, put together another good game or like Floyd if he could break out of his sack slump that will be so crucial for I think his confidence and it will benefit uh, the rest of the defense the Lions you know they have a interesting running back situation they were using three different guys against the Bears and they continue to do so Um, I think the Bears 
should again even that front seven should be able to contain their running back by committee for the Lions because uh a Saquon Barkley really didn't do anything against the Bears. He had a good first half, but the Bears eventually figured him out. They knew how to tackle him even with those massive tree trunk thighs that Saquon has. But uh, the the Lions did drop 175 yards on the Redskins. Now Washington has a struggling defense as well. And to be fair, Jeff Driscoll ran it nine times for 63 yards. So you take away his 63 yards and his carries, it's a little bit less. But I don't think – I'm not worried about four different running backs attacking that Bears front seven, even – with some injuries and again they they do miss Akeem Hicks a lot still turns out maybe Akeem Hicks is probably the second most important player on that defense behind Khalil Mack but that there should be no excuse still because you still got Bilal Nichols you still have Eddie Jacks or Eddie Goldman that is uh, in the middle that could stuff the run as well so I see this being a pretty I think it's going to be one of the easier games the the Bears play and I think they're gonna show you that a bit I, I almost feel I'm almost scared to even give them the benefit of the doubt because I'm going to probably come in here next week and be like, well, I was wrong. I don't, they don't know what they're doing. Still, even with all those gifts given to them, but uh, we'll we'll see about that. I think there is a great chance that this could be an even more impressive victory for the Bears than against the Giants. Uh, I would hope so because, again, it's not Christmas, but it's it's like early Christmas presents for them with all these injuries, possibly facing a third-string quarterback. Regardless, you're not playing Matthew Stafford, who was having a career year. They're not going to be. They're going to be without their defensive line and things like that too. But uh, Drew's calling in. We're going to get him on here. We're going to head to a break and coming back, we'll have Drew uh, Kual from Sports Mockery. So don't go anywhere. More of Windy City Sports Talk coming up next. 